Hello, 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 and thank you so much for joining me for the podcast of The True Power From Within. I do pray each and every day this podcast touches you in the most amazing and encouraging way. I am your host, Melody Ferris Tucker, and I am so grateful that you are here. I am calling this podcast Believe to Conceive, and I may change it, but that's what it is right now, because I was going to go a totally different direction, but then I remembered a few things. And so, um, I was kind of led in a different direction, but, um, so this past week I listened to a message and it was called I'm carrying. And I, I've listened to that message multiple times this week and they were talking or he was talking about, um, you know, the birth process, right? And he was talking about Mary and how the angel came to Mary and said that you will conceive a child. You will name him Jesus. We know the story of Mary, right? And what um, I found very profound is that we don't just carry babies, right? We carry multiple things in our life. Rather, we carry the negative or we carry something positive, right? Rather, we're carrying a dream or we're carrying a worry. We're always carrying something, right? And he said in this message, you have to believe to conceive. And the more and more I thought about that, um, and I was thinking back on my life, and I remember something very... Uh, profound this morning that I really had never thought about before. But, you know, as a child, most of the time I was living with my grandparents, who I've talked about this many times, um, very spiritual or religious grandmother, right? Um, I loved her, right? I loved everything about her. Of course, I did not see the dysfunction until way later in life, but I loved her. And I probably loved my grandfather even more at times, but I loved them both in their own ways because they were both my heroes. And, you know, I think back onto um, every situation in my life, right? If I was doing good, then my grandmother adored me. Okay. Because she had a problem with everything needed to be perfect, right? We needed to be perfect in Christ, perfect in our home, perfect in our family, perfect in our jobs. And our family was not perfect, right? Our family was not anywhere near perfect. But one thing about my grandmother is when I started to get into trouble, she stopped talking to me and she pulled away. But then I had my grandfather, right? And please don't get me wrong. I know my grandmother was praying so hard for me because she did not understand why I was the way I was. Why did she turn out like this, right? I helped raise her. How could she turn out like this? And I can only imagine the prayers, okay? 
I could only imagine the questions and the doubts and the worries because my grandmother was a worrier. And I could only imagine those thoughts and those prayers in those moments, right? But she was disappointed. And I think the disappointment also caused her to be very um, withdrawn, right? Because she didn't know you know, how do I portray my perfection in the church, right? And I don't mean my grandmother just went to church on Sundays. She was there Sunday mornings, Sunday nights, Wednesdays. She worked in the church. We were at every potluck. Every I was at every junior high devotional, high school devotional, church camp. Like, I was there. If the doors were open, she was there, and I was there you know, the prayer chain every morning. Like when I tell you she was church, she was church. But when I started getting into trouble, she stopped talking to me. And I don't want to say she disowned me, but but she stopped talking because I was disappointing her. And I was not what she expected me to turn out to be. And I had cousins that were doing great things and 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 I was not. But here's what I want to say. (laughs) And I'm going to read you a scripture first, okay? It's Romans 4. And it starts at, um, we'll just, we're going to start in the middle of 13. But it says, Abraham did not receive that promise because he followed the law. Abraham received that promise because he was right with God through his faith. And now, when I talk about my grandfather, he was not the holier-than-thou guy, right? He was the guy that went to church. He was the guy that read his Bible. He was the guy that prayed. But he was also very, what's the word, down-to-earth, very down-to-earth guy. And he was funny, and, and he took life in strides, right? He took it however it came. But him and my, gr- my grandmother were two totally different people. And here's what I want to say that I realized this morning. Although my grandmother stopped talking to me, where my grandfather came in, he never stopped feeding me. I want to say that again. Where my grandmother stopped talking to me, my grandfather never stopped feeding me. Even though I was a heathen, my grandfather showed up no matter what. No matter what, he showed up. He helped me. Did he lecture me? Yes, he lectured me in love. When somebody gives up on you, there's always somebody else that's ready to to continue to feed you. And and this morning when I remembered this, because I never thought about it like that. I never thought about, I never thought about it like that. My grandmother stopped. My grandfather never stopped. But here's what I want to say. When we are praying for something, Right? We're praying that there is a birth within us, right? And we want to birth something. 
Sometimes it doesn't come as we think that it should, in the timing it should, or how it should come, right? So sometimes we stop praying. Sometimes we stop feeding that thing because we say it's not working. This, this pregnancy that I'm going through, and I'm not talking about a baby pregnancy. I'm talking about a pregnancy birthing something that God has put within you. And when we don't birth something in our timing, or it's, it's not birthed how we want it to be birthed, sometimes we get discouraged and we give up. But in Sorry, guys, if you can hear all the paper rattling upstairs. That's my husband (laughs) rattling something around. (laughs) Anyways, um, sometimes when it doesn't come as we want it to come, okay? Sometimes we don't, we, we say, okay, God, I'm asking you for this blessing, okay? Let me use myself as an example, right? My grandmother used to pray for all of us, right? But none of us turned out how she imagined us to turn out. And I remember um, my grandmother had Alzheimer's. And I had went to prison. And after prison, I said, I have to go see my grandmother. And she was in a nursing home. And I went and spent a whole entire day with her. And... Of course, my family, prior to going to see her, warned me about, she may not remember who you are, she may not know you, don't take it personal, you know, all the things. And me and my great aunt walked into her room, and she looked at me and immediately smiled. And my great aunt says, she remembers who you are. And she had the biggest smile on her face. The biggest smile. And I was happy, right? But there was a part of me that was saying, you know, I should apologize. And like, it's too late to apologize. Because even if I apologize, she probably wouldn't know what I'm apologizing for at this point. And my grandfather had already passed away. But here's what I want to say. My grandfather got it. My grandfather got it. Because even though the little girl that they had not birthed, but birthed, okay, right? And helped raise. Even though she was not the, the, the imagined person, right, or child that they may have assumed that they would have. My grandfather, on the other hand, understood the assignment. He understood the assignment. Even though he could not see the blessing, and even though he never got to see the blessing, him feeding me, him praying for me, even in the darkest and most rebellious days of my life, he understood. 
if I keep feeding this thing, if I keep praying for this thing, I will conceive this thing. And he did. Sometimes we can't see things in the natural that God has for us in the spiritual. Sometimes we can be in a, in a conference or we can be in a church or we can be listening to a message or a podcast and we can feel our baby leap. Remember in the story of Mary when she went to Elizabeth's house and Elizabeth had not felt her baby in six months, but when Mary showed up, the baby leaped. And sometimes it's just that small leap that we need. I feel like my grandfather knew, right? He knew like this is not the end for her. But I know that in order for her, for me to fulfill what God has said, right? I have to continue to feed this thing because this thing may be something in the future. How many times have you stopped praying for something, right? And you said, I'm done with this. I, I'm discouraged because I've tried for so many years and it's not working and you gave up. And then you still saw it come to pass because that was a baby that God had put in you that you had conceived, right? It was a promise. When I was in my addiction, I never saw sobriety. I did not ever think it was going to come to pass. Did I say I'm tired? I'm tired of living this lifestyle. I'm tired of being this mom. I'm tired of being this woman. I did. I did every day. But I could not see in the natural myself being sober. I couldn't see in the natural that I would birth two books. I could not see in the natural that I would reunite with my children again after I was sober and that my children would come out of their own storms and be amazing young men. I could not conceive that in the natural because I was going through something, the darkness, right? And all I kept doing was feeding my own dysfunction while God had a plan. Although I was praying for the miracle, I couldn't see the miracle. I couldn't conceive the miracle because at that moment, I wasn't ready. Just like when my grandfather kept feeding me, he couldn't see what he was conceiving. He couldn't see what he was potentially going to give birth to in many years to come just because he, I consider him like Abraham, right? You know, he never stopped feeding me. He never stopped praying for me, right? He's like, God, you know what? She's my granddaughter and you know what? I, I Right now it feels like I'm sacrificing her. But you know what? I know that you still have a ram in the bush. He got it. He got it. Every court date, he showed up. Every time I needed something, he showed up. Every time. 
And sometimes I didn't even know he was coming. I didn't even know he was coming. And I didn't even know that he knew where I was, but he would show up. And the day that, um, the day that they called and says, y'all need to come because he's on hospice and we don't know how long he's going to make it. That day, we all went. My dad, my aunt, my sister, my brother, and me. And my grandfather was laying there in that bed. And when I tell you he got it, he knew. He knew. But, he's, but, you know, everybody was kissing on him and, you know, giving him hugs and holding his hand and all the things. And, you know, I went over there. And um, he wasn't moving. He wasn't talking. Um, he was just kind of there. And really, nobody thought he was really present. And I went over there, and I was holding his hand and, um, you know, giving him loves and everything. And, um, and he squeezed my hand. He squeezed my hand. And that night, after we left, probably like two hours after we left, he passed away. But he got it. And here's what I want to tell you. Although you can't see what you're birthing in the natural, don't give up. Because you're birthing something in the spiritual realm. Don't give up. We don't give up on our kids. We don't give up when we're, you know, five, six, seven, eight, nine months pregnant. We don't give up then. Because we know that we're expecting something. Right? We can get it mentally because we see it physically. We feel the kicks. We feel the leaps. We feel all of the things. And we can get it. But we don't always get what could be coming. And we give up. We give up on ourselves. We give up on, um, you know, we give up on the prayers that we're praying. We give up so easily because we don't see it right now or we don't see it in six months or we don't see it in a year and we give up on it today I want to tell you this you are pregnant with something you're pregnant with something right now and just because you're going through a storm or you've got depression or anxiety or um, sickness within your body or you're worried about your finances or you've lost your job or your marriage isn't where you want it to be or a friend has done you wrong or you're not making enough money at your job. Let me tell you something. You are still pregnant with something. 
God did not allow you to give birth to the many things that he has already blessed you with to say, I'm done. I'm done. But where we fall short is sometimes we're like my grandmother and we say, this is not how it's supposed to look. This has gone really wrong. When I think we need to be more like my grandfather. The man that got it. He said, I may never see this. this I see the conception. And I see the pregnancy. And I may never see the birth of this. But I'm going to keep feeding this. Because I know that there is something in this. And that's what I'm telling you today. You are pregnant with something that God is trying to allow you to birth, but you've got given up. You stopped praying for it. You stopped believing for it because it hasn't came in the time that you said you needed it to come. Your finances don't look the way they should. You know, you, you, your body doesn't look the way it should. Your mind doesn't look the way it should. Your business doesn't look the way it should. But can I tell you, God still has something for you to give birth to. You're still carrying something, even though you don't know what you're carrying. There is still a purpose for you. There is still a plan for you. Keep feeding it. Keep praying for it. Because The birth is coming. Just because it doesn't look like what you think it should, just because it doesn't look like what your neighbor thinks it should, just because you don't, um, you don't uh, feel like you have the qualifications that you should have, or the degrees that you should have, you know, or you don't know the Bible like you should, or 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 like you think you should, or you don't speak like you think you should. You are still pregnant with something that God is going to allow you to give birth to just because you've continued to feed it. The problem is we don't get it. We, we, don't, we don't mentally get it, right? We may feel it in our gut, but we say, well, God, if this is what you wanted me to do, then you would have already brought it to pass. Not necessarily. Not necessarily, right? Because certain things have got to happen, right? Where there is a plan. God has a plan. He has written your story in his book for his glory before you were even born. But what you have to realize is that there is a plan. Just like you make a plan, Right? I make a meal plan every week. A meal plan of what I'm going to make. And I go to the grocery store and buy those things. Right? It's no different than God. God has the plan. But see, sometimes we're asking for a blessing that we're not ready to receive. If God says, oh, you want a million dollars, okay, fine. But when you get $400, you are not a good steward. You go to Macy's and buy yourself a bunch of clothes. Right? So if he can't trust you with 400, how is he going to trust you with a million? 
How is he going to trust you with a business when you can't even go to work, you know, five days and you're calling out too? How can he trust you uh, with a ministry if you talk about and gossip about everybody that, that comes to you for advice? How can God bless you with something that you're not ready for? So just because you're pregnant, right? You're in the pregnancy stage. He says, I'm going to allow you to give birth to this. But first, there's some things that you're going to have to go through and grow through. Because I can't allow you to birth something that you're not ready for because then the blessing will be ruined because you are not ready. It was the same thing with me. My grandparents didn't get to see what they were conceiving. They didn't get to see or or know that their granddaughter had two books in her or that, you know, she really got the gift of gab or that, you know, she was a college graduate or that she would marry a pastor or that her kids would grow up and be amazing or that she would have grandkids and that they would have great, great grandkids. They didn't get to see that. And although my grandmother was disappointed because I didn't turn out the way she, she expected me to. And she, um, you know, was embarrassed because she was a church lady. And my grandfather, he just got it. He said, I don't know what this is. Uh, God, I don't know what this is, but I'm going to keep feeding it. Because I see that there's something in here that's going to be birthed regardless of where she is at this moment. And that's what I want to tell you today. Stop giving up on what God already said you could have. Because he already said you can have it. But we have to go through the carrying stage. We have to go through the contraction, which is the pain, right? We got to go through the pain before we can birth this thing. But we don't want to go through the pain. We don't want to go through the disappointments. We don't want to grow through the lessons that he's trying to teach us. We just want the blessing. We just want to give birth to this thing. We don't want any pain. But without pain, there is no purpose. Without pain, there is no purpose. We have to go through the growing pains to get to the purpose. I had to go through two years of prison to get to the sobriety. I had to go through two years of prison to get back to my children. I had to go through years of embarrassment and shame and guilt because of my story. Until God said, publish the book. Which released me from all the fear and the shame, and the guilt, and the fear of judgment because of my past. You may not be birthing something in this season, but God says, I have prepared the birth for you. But first, there's a process. There's a process that has to happen. 
in order for you to give birth to that thing that I have promised you. But what I want to tell you today is don't give up in the pregnancy stage of your blessing. Don't give up. Don't stop praying. Don't stop feeding that thing that you've been praying for. Because labor is coming. Delivery is coming. But you have to be willing to go through the process. You've got to be willing to go through the growing pains. You're going to go through it and you're going to grow through it. And I just want to tell you today that I hope through this message that you get it and you understand that God is going to do something great for you. Your years of hurt and pain and disappointment is not for nothing. Those late nights that you cried and you prayed and, and all those nights that you couldn't sleep, it's, it's not for nothing. It's not for nothing. Because what you're carrying may feel heavy, But when you birth it, you will understand why you had to go through all that you went through before you were able to birth that blessing. So I'm telling you today, wherever you are, keep feeding that thing. Keep feeding it. Keep feeding that thing, that baby, that you have felt leap before. Keep feeding it. You may not feel it moving right now, but God says, I will birth. I will allow you to give birth to all that I said that you would have or that you would do in this life. So do not give up. So I hope that this made sense. I hope that it touches the ears that needs to hear it. And if you want to share it, please share it. Um, But thank you so much for hanging out with me this morning. And again, don't give up because you're birthing something beautiful. So don't give up. And I hope you have an amazing day and I'll see you again soon. Bye-bye.